And you could even hear the fans saying, call for the ball, call for the ball. And he's, he's just stood there and he just thought, is he is he actually calling or not? It was just it was just really weird. But the, the um, thing is, though, he is got to remember he is scout, so it could have been quite high pitch. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you never know. He might he might have had a really hoarse voice at the end because yeah. he was calling so much, just no one could yeah. hear him. Here we go. We are back. It's Mike and Dan, and this is the Pompey Podcast, your weekly place to get all your news and views and whatever else on uh, the greatest team on the South Coast. Uh, so we, it's, we've been away for a little bit, and we Dan's been to Turkey, up into Portugal, badly timed holidays at the beginning of the season. But... Tell by our fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're so tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, mine disappeared on the plane on the way back. <laughs> yeah. uh, literally peeling it off. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got so we got a lot to catch up on. There, six games gone already. Uh, we're not going to go through all the six games because we'll be here all night. But we will talk about the latest three, which is the last three home games, of course: Fulham in the EFL Trophy, Cheltenham, and Exeter. Three of the most exciting games <clears throat> so far this season. Um, if you want to get involved, why not like this channel? Why not subscribe? Tell your mates about it. And you can get involved at the Pompey Pod. Sorry, no, I'll have to do that again. At Pompey Pod on X. Sounds weird saying that, doesn't it? On X, yeah. aka Twitter. Or you can get involved at facebook.com forward slash Pompey Pod. There you go. Formalities out of the way. Also, stick around because we're going to be telling you about a great new interactive feature that we know you're going to love. That'll be right near the end. So if you want to just fast forward to the end, do that now. Yeah. But if not, stick around and we're going to discuss uh, probably season so far. We're going to discuss the last three games. Uh, but also we're going to have a look at the new signings. Uh, we'll do some season predictions and we'll look at how we're doing tactically so far. And we'll have a brief look at the Stevenage game that's coming up at the weekend too. So, Dan. Right on. Six games in, four league games, two cup games, three wins, three draws. What's your, uh, what's your overview? how do you want to do it? Do you want to look at the games? Should we do it in reverse order, starting with Fulham? Uh, yeah, we can do it that way if you like, seeing as it's fresh. Fresh in the memory? Yeah. Fresh, fresh in the mind? Uh, so, go on in. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I watched the whole of the second half and I saw bits of the first half. And okay. Um, it was it was a good opportunity for players who have not been playing so much to come in and show their wares, wasn't it? Yeah, right, yeah. The likes of Raggett and Towler. Um, Did you reckon that they they showed their wares? I think they showed something. They showed some wares, didn't they? Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a good good cup game, wasn't it? But um, it was a good end to end game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one nil down after yeah. one minute. Yeah, I didn't actually see that. That, that oh, okay. Before I even managed to get the, the TV on. So what happened yeah. there? Well, uh, let's just say they were quick out of the box. Blocks. We we weren't. Uh, they attacked, kind of put the ball across the box. We were chasing shadows in the box, and uh, quite a simple finish from the lad, really. So yeah, good start. Keep it tight, lads. Keep it tight. Yep. Um, so yeah, not the best of starts. I think. I think. I've seen today a lot of people saying this is why Raggett should be playing. Yeah, you know, obviously we'll come to uh, his goal-scoring feats. But uh, okay. I think the fact we've conceded three fairly sloppy goals against yeah. uh, an under-21 side is and one of the reasons why he's probably not playing. lost the game as well. Could quite yeah. easily have lost. 
quite um, easily, but yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't think him and Towler um, put on a great performance. No, it looks a bit shaky, doesn't it? Yeah. So let's talk about obviously Raggett's Thunderbolt, shall we call it? Well, that was that was class, wasn't it? Absolutely. That was uh, yeah, and that was um, that was that was his second. I, I, did, I did again. I didn't see his first goal. Was that a header? No, his first was uh, deep across the back post. Pretty badly defended, really, by Fulham because he basically slid it into the back post from a corner, um, yeah. which you know surely he should have someone on the line there. But uh, no, he preempted well, and to be fair, he attacked it really well. But yeah, kind of slid into the back post. Oh, nice. So yeah. did well. Yeah, almost got his hat trick. Almost got his hat trick when he scooped got, one over from from got a bit of a nosebleed at that stage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was a class goal, the uh, best goal, best goal of the season thus far. Oh, for sure, mm. for sure. Could even potentially be a V goal of the season. Could, could it? be, yeah. Could yeah. be. Okay, so good going forward. Pretty poor defensively, I suppose. The assessment of that. Um, I assume you saw their second goal, didn't you? Yeah, just, just the, a complete uh, farce. Mm. Yeah. Don't know what don't know what was going on there. No, what was it? It was the the attempt to play it around the back. Yeah, we're kind of in the left back position. Played it down the line a little bit. Made a sloppy pass across, mm. and then back to the keeper. <laughs> just kind of like keeper obviously had a bit of a panic, and then uh, their player just came in and simple, pretty fin- pretty yeah. much a simple finish, really. Yeah. Um, which is one again one of the reasons I don't know. What's, yeah, I appreciate you want to play out from the back and what have you, and playing in those sort of competitions is probably a good time to do it. But like you say, when you, you're in for a chance to impress, sometimes you just got to be a foot for it, haven't you? Yeah. Well, that's something I'll touch on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not selling these. I promise. <laughs> no, you're just bored. You're just yeah. bored, aren't you? That's uh, something you're I'll doing... touch on. I'll talk about the the Exeter game. <laughs> okay. Okay. For those yeah. for those people who are listening rather than watching, uh, Dan's currently doing a Rubik's cube whilst we're yeah. recording the podcast because yeah. um, he's so uh, focused on the, on the, yeah. on the pod. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all scrambled up when we started, wasn't it? and then what, yes. three or four yeah. minutes, you, you've done it. There you go. Good stuff. Okay, so um, let's head back then. So Fulham three three. Obviously, we won on pens, um, which extra point. Uh, fair enough. But yeah. um, so. If we go backwards, Cheltenham. Let's talk about Cheltenham, shall we? So yeah, so the Chelt- the Cheltenham game after the Exeter game, mm-hmm. I, I was really looking forward to the Cheltenham game because I thought, well, they've lost three out of three. Yep. We're unbeaten. Um, Bolton had lost. Was it? Uh, yeah, Bolton had lost early that day, hadn't they? Two Wigan. Four nil. Four nil to Wigan, yeah. And. Um, my prediction for the game was going to be was a six-one win. Okay. I just thought it was going to be one of those where um, it was just going to be a goal fest. And okay. Did you put yeah. a quid on that? Did you? No. Oh. No. And then it was really disappointing that that was most like our performances last season. That mm. game. It was um, Cheltenham with eleven men behind the ball. Mm-hmm. Pretty much for the whole game, which you'd expect a team coming to Bretton Park, a, a team that had lost three out of three. Um, but uh, it was quite worrying how um, we couldn't make the breakthrough. Um, we looked sort of lost for ideas. 
Was it a case of was it a case because obviously we had that really good chance where we hit the post, nearly went in, um, which came yeah. a decent, decent ball into the box. Which yeah, you know, having reviewed all our goals again um, today, you know, a lot of a lot of successes coming from those balls into the box, yeah. early balls. Yeah. If you look yeah. at Lane or in Lane or in three out of four goals were created from early ball into the box or corner. Um, and you know, we talked about this last season, just not getting the ball in the box quick enough. Yeah. Was that the same sort of situation again? with Cheltenham because uh, yeah, we just didn't have yeah. that creativity or the early crossing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And a lot like, again, I'll come to it in a minute, the Exeter game, it was sort of, we were trying to get crosses in the box as, as quickly as we could, but it was the quality of the crosses. Um, not good enough. No, just not good enough. Uh, I think, I think it was that game where Scully took a couple of corners and they didn't sort of get past the first man. Yeah, which is criminal, which is, I think. In, which is, in, oh, I don't understand how in, in professional football. Yeah, and how it still ha- and how it happens uh, so frequently that that you can't get past the first man with a corner. Yeah, I'd, I'd be frustrated at Sunday League if you couldn't get a ball exactly either to the exactly. back post or the penalty spot or somewhere. Unless you're going for a near post flick on, then yeah. there's no reason why you should be scooping that into the front. You know, yeah, into the, into no. the first man's there. Um, um, so yeah, that game. I mean, yes, we had the twenty-minute delay um, with the linesman going the off debacle. the third, the third linesman injury in in two home games because the same <laughs> happened against Exeter. The night they had to change the linesman. Um, do, you, do you reckon it's something to do with uh, our touch lines? I don't know. It could be overwatering them. The same position. It was the same. Um, it was down the corner uh, by the Milton End. South. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we had that, that twenty-minute delay, and but it's a bit of a cliche. It's one of those where even if we'd played for an extra hour, we didn't look like scoring. And I think even Cheltenham had the better, although we had more shots, more um, chances. I think they had the better chances. They put a few yeah. over the bar, um, which they could have done better with. Yeah. Um, so it was just really disappointing. It was it was and, and quite worrying that it'd gone back to that. Um, Norris the, Norris also I, made the only save of the game, didn't he? So although yeah, he probably had seventeen yeah. shots, mm. not one was on target. Yeah, yeah, and I think I possibly would have changed the fullbacks earlier. Okay. Um, well, they didn't get changed at all actually, but he um, Rafferty. Sort of in the second half, he was sort of playing right where I was sat, and it's weird. It just looks like he doesn't even call for the ball. It's it's quite strange considering that that's that's their main, that's Pompey's thing is is give the ball to the centre backs, give it out to the full backs, mm. inside to pack or down the line to a winger, get a cross in, yeah. and that's their sort of tactics. Rafferty just looked he looked bored. Yeah, really. the second half, it's weird. I just thought, and you could even hear the fans saying. Call for the ball, call for the ball, and he's he's just stood there and he just thought, is he is he actually calling or not? It was just it was just really weird. But the, the um, thing is though, he is got to remember he is scout, so it could have been quite high pitch. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you never know. He might he might have had a really hoarse voice at the end yeah. of it because he was calling so much, just no one could yeah. hear him. There's loads of dogs around uh, around Fratton just going, what the hell is that? Yeah. No wonder why going, going, going mental. Yeah, yeah. And but, uh, so yeah, that was that was. Yeah, just it was just so so much like a last season performance. It was just quite worrying. Yeah. Third home because obviously I didn't I didn't see the first home game of the season. I was away, um, 
oh, I think that was quite similar. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. It was. It was. It was just yeah. slow, slow out the blocks. No real idea in the first half. They closed us down quickly. Yeah. Better second half. I think the one the one thing I'd say about the opening game of the season, and I think from other games that I've seen as well, is that at least we seem to have more options now that can change games. Whereas well, we didn't have that last yeah. year. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think the, the good thing is that we do have players coming on now. And it's not just one or two players. It's he's got a pick of sort yeah. of five or six players yeah. that come on and do something. You've got Yengi, Sadie, um, Kamara. I think Sparks, Kamara looks. Kamara. Yeah, Sparks. Spark, I like Sparks. I can <coughs> yeah. understand why. I can understand why Sparks isn't a regular star because we've not really seen him defensively as yet. But certainly moving forward, and I, well, I read you, some, someone. Yeah, that, I read someone today saying, I don't necessarily agree with Swanson, but certainly. Um, Ogilvy for Sparks in a, in a game where we're exactly like that. Yeah. Where I can understand Ogilvy if we're playing away from home against a tough yeah. team that we want to be solid at the back. But when we need to attack teams, I think, yeah. uh, and they're going to come and sit back, you need someone like Sparks who's just going to get yeah. that decent ball in early. Um, and his crossing, I think, is, is quality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really good. Well, he did what uh, Exeter and Cheltenham, they took both Scully and White off and yeah. put. Sparks and Kamara on. Yeah. Um, so even though Sparks is a left back, he's put them. He put him on twice as a winger. Yeah. And it was his ball into Bishop for the Exeter game. Yeah. The only goal of the game. And yes, what you said, he 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 puts some good crosses in, and he looks quite yeah. lively. But whether he'll be that way starting a game or not. I don't know, but yeah, I don't. I would have done that against Cheltenham when we were struggling. I would have taken both um, Ogilvy and um, Rafferty off. Maybe stuck Swanson on and yeah. Sparks. Um, maybe even left the wingers on. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Scully and White. Just hit him down the flanks. And hit him down the flanks because um, Cheltenham weren't really they. Uh, the fact this linesman came out of the crowd to run the line, he must have he must have loved it because he, I don't think he had to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even think he he might have even had to give a couple of throws. That was it. He didn't even have to give uh-huh. him offside. So he probably thought, thank God for that, because he yeah, was bricking yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so he probably thought it was great that most of the ball was in Cheltenham's half. Um, so yeah, I would have I would have just yeah I would have liked to have seen that, but okay. Uh, hmm. So, so, okay. So, points points drop there clearly. Um, yeah. Tell us about Exeter. So yeah, the Exeter on. game was actually um, it was good. It was a really good atmosphere. Um, again, it wasn't the greatest. No, no, that's that sounds that sounds wrong. It wasn't. It was. It certainly wasn't a boring one nil. Um, right. There wasn't. There wasn't massive amounts of chances, but it was quite an exciting. Uh, game and I think the atmosphere helped that as well. Yeah. Um, but what I did notice that game, which I found quite surprising, I don't know whether it is where because Exeter were playing uh, wing backs and they had a couple of wing backs that were really pacey. Yeah. And they were the ones that caused us most most problems. So we a lot of that game we were passing it back to Norris and Norris was was playing long balls. Which is right. which is um, quite unusual for Pompey in the last few seasons. Yeah. Because everything seems to, especially since Bazunu, I think it was sort of get it back to the keeper and then 
let's try and play our way out Man City-esque. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, there was loads of long balls coming from Norris. And um, good good, um, good balls as well from him. It wasn't um, just kicking it anywhere. He was looking mm-hmm. at Bishop. Um, at Bishop, I thought, was man of the match. That's, I, I realised from watching a game that close and being that close to Bishop, just how much he works. Yeah. I hadn't really seen it when watching him on TV and you've not got the cam. you know, you know, you, you're watching the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you can yeah. see him off the ball, he works really, really hard. And I never noticed it before, just like making those runs down the channels. And you know what it's like? Well, I don't really know, but playing up top on your own, just how oh, hard yeah. it is. I used to all the time. But um, yeah, just even not when you're not getting the ball, you're just, just making those runs all the time. And he worked really hard. He deserved his goal. But um, yeah, it was it was a good performance. Um, it was good to see subs come on that did something. Change game, yeah. Um, but um, again, I think Exeter, Exeter could, if they'd got a point, it wouldn't have been um, unfair. Unfair, yeah. yeah. So, so it was good to get the win. But that's that's a bit of a worry, I think, with the the fact that they cause us trouble with the wing backs because yeah, yeah, we're playing Stevenage this weekend. I believe they play wing backs. Obviously, we had trouble against certain teams last season. Most notably, <laughs> I think probably Ipswich, although Ipswich were a different level. But, but you know, they they obviously their wing backs caused us havoc last year, they? In that, particularly in that yeah. away game, um, which could have been quite comfortably five 0 rather than three two. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, you know, maybe the maybe the long ball is a way of com- combating that, trying to get it straight up, you know, almost bypassing and forcing their wing backs yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously a bit of a risky game, isn't it? Because it then does rely on having someone in and around Bishop uh, yeah. to to pick it up, which I suppose leads us quite nicely into the the po- you know actually we'll come to positives and negatives in a minute. But um, so sorry, any more on extra before we uh, before we move on? No, I mean, I, I was going to talk about the wingers, but... Okay, yeah, go on. I was you were just about to touch on. I was, well, I was going to talk about new signings. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. And why, where, where better place to start than the, the already much maligned wingers? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I noticed that um, after the game uh, on social media... Um, and um, I thought it was a bit harsh. He does. He does. I don't. I, I yeah. I thought. I thought the criticism of him was harsh. He certainly seems like a better player than Dale. He certainly seems like he's looking to get the ball in the box at the earliest opportunity. Some of his crosses aren't great, yeah. um, but I think it's with him and White. Winger, winger is such a tricky position, isn't it? Because you sort of have to do something each time you get the ball. You have to do something good. You have to set up a goal. You have to get a cross in that's good. Otherwise, it might look like your performance hasn't been great, if that makes sense. Like, you can get away. Yeah. If you're a fullback or a midfielder, um, you can get away with just playing the ball easy, do, doing the easy things, and people might say, oh, you've had a comfortable game. But if you're a winger, you've got to get at the defender. You've got to get the crosses in. You've got to look lively, lively for the whole ninety minutes. I think, yeah, but I, I think you know, going back to the, the Dale comparison, you know, when we talk about Dale at the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people were excited about Dale, weren't they? Because he was yeah. he was active, he was very busy, 
Um, but then we soon realised that he was busy, but with not any in, in real employees yeah. or bad yeah. decision making. He often had bad decision making, didn't he? Where mm. cut back, where really he could have just taken it on and yeah. been you know through with through a decent pass. Mm. Um, I don't think I've seen enough of White or Scully. I, I, I still think there's more to come from both of them. I think it's difficult to, to you know to write yeah. players off after four games when you yeah. uh, you know neither of them played a lot last season. No, um, and there's, there's still, they could still be lacking in fitness and some people might say, well, get them out of the team and get other players in until they are fit enough. I suppose that's and it why... it might be that they've come from the championship as well. People who expect... Expect more, yeah. Yeah, yeah I must be in the, in the in the... What I've seen of White, I've not been massively impressed, but I do think there's more to come from him. He is, he is the one player I think I was genuinely excited about when yeah. he signed. So yeah. um, I think there's more to come from him. Scully, yeah, you can see he looks busy. I think he does look better than... Than Dale, but I, I think with both of them, they'll come, and especially now that Lane's fit again, it's going to add, add extra competition in there. I think that's yeah. it's always good to have competition. Yeah, you know, if you know you're well, starting, yeah. I, I think it, you can potentially kind of relax a little bit, can't you? But yeah. I that's, think that's the good thing is is the fact that you've got like last season. It was if you're taking Dale off, which which very rarely happened because yeah. we didn't have anyone. You've got no no one else to come on and do. I mean, yeah, Hackett, didn't you? Hackett was yeah, the Hackett alternative. Now you've got your Sparks and Kara mm. um, to come on and, and change the game, change it up a little bit. Um, yeah. So it's good. It's good that we've now got that. And, and, I, and I think each of them do seem like an upgrade on Dale Hackett um, uh, to a degree. Well, actually, for the last two seasons, um, Curtis as well. You know, Curtis didn't do anything yeah. for the last couple of seasons, did he? So. <laughs> Uh, it's, they certainly seem like a bit of an upgrade on that. So uh, yeah, more to come from the wingers in that case. I think I think there will be. I think they will settle in, and I think yeah. they'll be. Uh, I think they'll be assets. Um, what about everybody? Go on, give us the. So so we can't, we can't obviously we can't talk about all thirteen of the new signs, but uh, go on, who, who's caught your eye and who so far? So is... I think the obvious one would be Robertson. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, against Exeter, I think people were um, spunking a little bit too much <laughs> over his performance because for the first, like, we get well, well, for the first 15, 20 minutes, um, I said to my son, he looks really, ner- not not my son looked nervous, but Robertson looked nervous. He was giving the ball away. Okay. He was not controlling the ball very well. And I just thought, mm, this looks a bit dodgy. And okay. then he... Uh, had a couple of good touches, had a couple of really good efforts. Um, one that he should have scored, but it was still a good good chance, uh, which he created himself. And then he played sort of well for the rest of the first half. Then the second half, he got booked, I, sort, I think, sort of 15 minutes in, cut, uh, sort of lunging into a tackle. Mm-hmm. And um, he then got taken off um, because of that, I think. Um, but yeah, he looked good, and then he looked one of the better players against Cheltenham again. Um, free, he's free kick taker now. Is he? he uh, yeah. So we've had a uh, free kick against Cheltenham and Exeter, both just sort of outside the box, and okay. Pap has just walked away from it, and Robertson's taken the free kicks, and both of them he's come close. Um, okay. So he's, he does look like he's he's. I mean, he's he's only young, but I think he's going to be a quality player. Yeah, and I, I think the key from our point of view is 
because what he seems to me is he seems that sort of player who instantly gets the ball wants to go towards goal and I think it'll, it'll be good talking earlier about you know if we're going to play that ball into Bishop one thing we had, didn't have last year was anyone, anyone around him to pick pick yeah. up you know what Bishop's yeah. doing and therefore it kind of I can understand where people get frustrated saying oh you know, we're playing the ball at the Bishop he's kind of you know, getting on his chest, not really doing anything with it, but then he's because he's got nothing around him to do anything yeah. with it. He can't yeah, yeah. do it all. Yeah. And if you've got somebody playing off him like that, whether that be uh, Robertson or whether it be Sadie or whether it be um, Yengi or someone else coming in, then uh, that can only be good for him, I think. But um, he de- he certainly looks with touches to be, yeah. uh, you know, but it's yeah. kind of managing that expectation because he's not going to do That's that it. for 46 no. games this season. No, he's not. He's not, he's not, and he's not going to do it for 90 minutes of a game either. No. You can see that there's a couple of times when he tries a little back heel or he tries a little flick and it doesn't cut, it doesn't come off. And it's just like the bit of naivety about him. But mm. yeah, he's, he's certainly caught, caught my eye, I think. Yeah, it's good. Um, Who else? I would say um, Sparks has done well when he's come on. He's looked yep. good. Um, Sadie, it's been strange what they've done for the two home games in that when they took Robertson off and did they take him off again against, I can't remember, Cheltenham, but both times Sadie's come on in that centre midfield position, which, right. which is... Um, isn't he coming yeah. in on like a 10 though, isn't he? Yeah, but he's... Um, I think, the, was it the second game when he came on? Oh, I could be completely wrong. Um, but yeah, he's come in there... Um, so I haven't really seen a lot of him because he's he's sort of only come on the last twenty minutes at the most. Um, Yengi again, he's another one I haven't seen due to the fact that he's now dead for Brocked. many months. Yeah, and people are saying that's the training ground, aren't they? That's. Uh, I wonder whether it is uh, Julian warming up down where the linesman goes. Yeah, could, could be, be. Uh, could be that little soft spot yeah. down in that corner, perhaps. Um, um, yeah, I've, that's that. Yeah, I've heard it's a training ground being waterlogged. Is the oh, uh, the issue. two, yeah. So, um, Paul and are we saying Shocknessy? Is that what we're saying? Sh- Shocknessy, let's go with Shocknessy. Yeah, I don't know where I heard that, but I did hear it somewhere. Yeah, so Mike heard that that's how you pronounce his name, so that's what we're going for. So, so you heard it here, Shocknessy. Um, I think they both look really good. Um, yeah. well, that's what I was going to say about the Exeter, Exeter game is that, um, it was sort of like a 50-50 performance in that every player at some point played really well and then at yeah. some point didn't do so well. So it yeah. was a really weird performance. And you could say that, that about Paul and, and Shopnessy as well. Um, but they do look really good. Um, Paul looks quality in the air mm. and he'll just batter people out of the way to win a header. Um, yeah, he's, and, not, he's not even that big, is he? He's only like 5'11". No, and they both look really comfortable on the ball. Um, so yeah, they've they've impressed me as well. They both look like they've um, like they've got a bit about them, um, nice. which is good. Okay, um, and uh, be- best of the rest. I'll do a negative. Um, go, go on, go on. I think okay. Kamara, he might be my next hated, <laughs> my next disliked player. No, let's go hated. Um, to be divisive. Yeah. Oh, That's just, how it works. Got to be divisive. Irritating, like he's just—he's a left footer, isn't he? And they play him on the right, and he just—he just kicks with his left all the time. Lefty, lefty, left. 
and against Cheltenham, somebody what are we going to do? Cut inside? Going to cut inside, well, this, are you? This is the thing. Somebody put the ball through to him against Cheltenham, and he would, he could have been clean through on goal, but I think he I can't remember whether he either take it with his left foot or he tried or he touched it with his right foot. Either way, it was bad control and it was sort of run. Right but um, yeah, he looks. I think his his body language doesn't help. He's one oh, of those really? sort of languid. Um, well, okay. like, did you see? Um, did you see the match last night? A couple, he had a couple of really good chances last night, didn't he? Uh, he had he had a couple of really good chances where he had volleys and both of them were off target, um, and it was just sort of like that that side foot. I'm going to try and do it sexy style into the top rather, corner, than... rather than just just giving it a bit of meat. So I think he needs to be a bit careful because you know as a Pompey fan and what Pompey fans are like, if you've yeah. got that sort of lazy attitude. Well, it's, kind of, it's, um, it's, not, it's not, I don't think it's a deliberate thing. It's not him trying to be on too cool for school, no. but he, he, needs, he needs to learn that that's not going to wash. I think with a lot of Pompey no. fans. Dane Scarlett-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, other than, other than this, that's the, the worst one. Stevenson midfield, he looks okay. Stevenson, I only saw him against um, Fulham last night. Okay. So he looked he's, all right, I thought. Okay. So he's clearly not coming in as first choice as yet. Obviously, massive. Oh. I know, I know, um, first game of the season, and obviously, we, we loved him last year at the beginning of the season, and massive loss to have. Um, Oh, Lowry, yeah. Lowry, that's it. You know, I, I can't yeah. think of his, his name completely. Went. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I think, although he wasn't great in the opening game of the season, he, um, yeah, obviously, I like, we, we've mentioned how we like him a lot in the, uh, yes. yeah, throughout last season. I think he was a big miss initially. Didn't really come back the same, did he? Okay. No, no. And and he's gone again, hasn't he? So. Yeah. Bit of a worry. Okay. But, yeah, anymore, I think, I think that's, the that's the other thing. Well, just the no, not not particularly the signings, but I think it's that sort of morale pack combination again mm. in the centre. I'm not sure it works, to be honest. I think because a lot it seems to like we've gone back to what we were last season, where everything seems to be going through pack. In that he's mm. coming, in, he's collecting the ball off the centre backs, okay, um, and looking to play the ball into wherever. Um, so I think, yeah, I mean, that could be the reason why we're getting these, these draws in that we're so sort of defense, yeah, predictable, defense minded, but Morel mm. and Pack are, are fairly similar. Pack's not going to run around. Morel isn't going to create chances. And so that sort of leaves it on 21 year old, 20 year old Robertson to do all the work yeah. from an attacking midfield point of view. But then I suppose if we if we do get the wingers firing, which obviously they're not at the moment, then that could change the dynamic of the team, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, if they're not really producing much at the moment. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, from what I've seen, and as I say, I've been away for for a little bit, and so I've not seen as much as I would have liked to have. But we do seem a little bit predictable. We do seem slow, so slow at times. We said it yeah. so many times last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know last night we had a completely different 11 in, but to go 1-0 down in the first minute is unacceptable, I think, yeah. at home. I think, yeah. um, you know, again, Bristol Rovers, we were really slow for a whole of the first half. Um, just, just, It just seems, I think that, that, that's got to be a motivation thing. And I, and I don't know if you've ever seen Massinio speak, but um, 
doesn't seem to have any it's very hello yeah i'm not i mean i've got to be careful what i say about Massinho, but i'm not overly enamored by his the way he comes across in interviews it just seems very static it just seems like he's doing a job interview it sort of yeah. seems like he's giving the right nervous. giving the answers that, yeah nervous is giving the answers he's expecting yeah. you know he's expecting I, I should say this because because this is what people want me to say yeah. i don't know i don't know i mean it's it's still only been however many games that he's been in charge of so well, I can tell you that it's been 28 games. He's been in 28 games. 28 games. Yeah, that's in quality. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It does. And the other thing that concerns me is just the lack of a plan B again. Yes. Yeah. And the lack of a different formation. It's just sort of like we will stick Bishop up front on his own. We will have four at the back. We will have five. It's going to be a four-five-one. It's going to be your four at the back. We'll have a triangle in midfield. We'll have a couple of wingers and we'll have Bishop up top, mm. and that's it. And then when we bring the subs on, will we change the formation? No, we'll just change these players for these players. Yeah. Keep the same formation. Uh, the the only good thing with that is we're not changing like for like. We're changing the dynamic in the in the, the you know if you're bringing on a ten, the ten is a different type of number ten. Yeah. You're bringing on the right winger, it's a different type of right winger. You know, um, but yeah, like you say, it's still the same, still the same formation. It's not really changing too much is it and that's no. I think there's a little bit of a concern because if you look obviously we've got Drew, Drew Bristol Rovers we've drawn with Cheltenham both teams I think we should be beating at home oh, um, on the on the pod before the season started I said we should be getting 12 points minimum out of the opening six games we've got eight so far you know are we going to get four points out of the next two games we could do Stevenage at home Peterborough sorry Stevenage away Peterborough at home mm-hmm. you'd like to think we're going to get four points out of that yep. but um yeah, it's. A, I just think the amount of draws is a little bit of a worry, and not the amount of draws, but the amount of draws against average teams. Yeah, and these are the yeah. teams you should be beating if you wanted to go up. Yeah, and just that that lack of that lack of being able to make that breakthrough, the lack yeah. of that little spark, the little bit of quality. Yeah. Um, but it is, or it seems better than last season, in the fact yeah. that we do have more people to choose from, more people that can t- yeah. possibly turn a game. But, Definitely more depth. Yeah. Definitely yeah. more depth. Apart from maybe in the goalkeeping position, uh, I noticed after last night because I'm not, in, uh, I'm, not <laughs> no. I'm, I'm not convinced that Schofield's yeah. uh, uh, a, a suitable number two. Well, the suitable mm-hmm. replacement should Norris be out. Norris has looked very good though. That particularly that save was that yeah. against Exeter last that minute save. Exeter, yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have scored. Yeah. To be fair, should have scored. But yeah. um, still, he had a good reflex save. I thought. Yeah, yeah, he, he, did, he did very well that game. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah good distribution. Nice. Yep. So overall, I mean, it's kind of we, we would have gone top if we beat Exeter. By the way, I know it's only four it's games. Yeah. No, no, no one goes yeah. up at the yeah. end of uh, Cheltenham. Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, room for improvement, but okay, it's been an okay start, hasn't it? Yes. Just let's. Yeah. Just I just. Let's it's not. not it's cracks start to appear. No. It's not one no. start worrying too early, but it's not as doom and gloom as some people on Twitter are saying. But it's oh, also not as amazing yeah. as yeah. others are saying. There always seems to be that massive divide, and there? there doesn't seem to be any real level heads in the no. tech, in the in the messages that I read. Okay, so based on what you've seen so far, <laughs> excuse me, um, where do you think we will end up? We're currently sixth again, only four games in. Where do you think we'll end up come May? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I would. 
it's hard, isn't it? Because if it continues the way we're going, we will finish exactly the same sort of position as we did last season. Um, I think that's that's obvious. I can't see us finishing higher than between the playoff positions, between 6th and 10th, okay. uh, to narrow it down, 6th and 12th. Um, but, That's where you think we're finished, between 6th and 12th? Well, if it carries on the way it's going, if it carries on with that okay. lack of... Um, I, st- I still think we need something else. We need a little bit of spark. We need to change it up somehow. We need to just change our tactics. We need a little bit of sparks. We need a bit of sparks. So, yeah, I mean, if, if that means um, Ogilvy and Rafferty don't do anything wrong, but they don't do a lot, maybe maybe changing them might be might, might help. Maybe yeah. starting with these other wingers, maybe starting with Sadie, maybe yeah. putting two up front. The team still do that. The team still nah, put two up front. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Got to have no, a 10, you, haven't you? Got to have a 10. Um, you'll, you'll be accused of being a 90s kid if you do that. Exactly, exactly. Boomer. I mean, Oi, Boomer. So many, no one has two up top. And so many people pointed out about the um, the lack of a number 10, and I think that's already... Um, An ACM. Yeah, can't, okay. we can't rely on so, Robertson. Here's a little stat for you then. So, so far, in his 28 games... I've been a bit of stato in, in, in our time off. In his 28 games, Massinho has averaged 1.79 points for Pompey, which, if continued over the season, would give us 82 points. Right. So 82 points. <laughs> Who would... won the league? <laughs> 82 points would generally get you in the playoffs. Um, obviously, yeah. last season was a little bit of an anomaly because I think um, Wednesday had like 97 points and came third, didn't they? But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we, we won the league. 80, 82 points would get us. I would like to hope that yeah, you know, 1.79 is an average over those, obviously, most of last season and a few games this season. Um, you'd like to hope he's got his own players now. He's starting to develop his own style, whatever that may be, even if it's a bit predictable. Yeah. We might be able to have, if the players kind of start to gel and start to... <laughs> Um, you know, look better, particularly those white players. Then, yeah. then maybe that average goes up, and maybe we do get into the eighties. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think like like you touched on, my concern would be that we're not putting teams like Cheltenham and yeah um, to the sword. Yeah, we're not we're not putting them away. Um. So what will it be like when we do play Derby, Charlton, Bolton? I suppose I suppose a, a positive is the fact that um, all these other teams that mm. have been tipped for the top um, started relatively poorly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, relatively poorly. So we are one of only two unbeaten sides. Sorry, Telenite, three unbeaten sides because obviously Wigan have started well but at the minus eight. Wigan, I think, could still go up the way they started. Yeah. They started yeah. very, very well. So yeah, one of three unbeaten sides. So that's a positive. Um, other positives for me are we've only conceded one goal in the league, which is good. Uh, we do look difficult to difficult to beat, I think, um, yep. and difficult to uh, to get in behind. Uh, obviously, the home home draws are ridiculous, uh, predictable, and slow out the blocks is really a big concern from my point of view. But um, I'm still confident in the top six. Yeah, I think we have to be top six. I think if to- anything other than top six is a massive failure. I mean, yeah. if, and and even then, if we get top six, we've got to be going up by the playoffs. I'm going to stick my neck on the block and say, if we're not going up this year, it's a failure. So if we get into the playoffs and we don't go up, 
that's a failure. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And, and if you look at the teams, I know, again, early days, but Cambridge currently top. Who would have thought that? Uh, I think many people were, were predicting Cambridge to be bottom of the bottom of the park. Um, Oxford are up there. Stevenage are up there. So, you know, so there's a lot of teams up there who you wouldn't expect to be. But then that would also suggest that there's more to come from Derby, Blackpool, teams like that, Wigan, um, I think will be up there as well. So yeah. it's cool. But yeah, I, th- I think there's, there's there's promising signs that I think one of the real promising signs, I think the atmosphere seems to be excellent. Mate, I don't yeah. know about Cheltenham. Was Cheltenham a bit more flat due to the dull game? Yeah, it was a bit of a strange one, just the fact that there was the, 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 the delay, the 20 minute delay. Oh, there'd yeah, already yeah. been a delay for the linesman yeah, injury in the first half. Um, and it just, it seemed like that and Exeter, that the players just kept going off to get a drink all the time. And it was sort of like, well, hold on a minute. We're not in the middle of the World Cup in, <laughs> in Qatar. In Qatar. The delay didn't help. Um, it was a bit flat. I think that was just due to the, the fact that it was a very, a very similar performance to last season. So the atmosphere wasn't as good. Still good. Yeah. Um, still better than it has been last year. Still better than it was last year. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So next up, Stevenage. Obviously, big, big, pompy connections there. And here we go. Here's a little uh, thing for you. You don't have to be a detective to know about the Thompson twins connection with Pompey. Oh, yeah. Like that. Like that. <laughs> for those of you who weren't uh, around in the 80s, um, we're talking about, obviously, the trio of Thompsons that are now at Stevenage, uh, Nathan, um, Louis, and, oh, the much. Everybody loved Ben Thompson, didn't they? Ben Thompson. Oh, what a cameo, six months oh, or four months ben or whatever Thompson. he had for us. Um, and everybody's still wanting him back, but uh, it's not going to happen anymore, is it? But, uh. um, you know, if he goes to Stevenage rather than Pompey, Pompey obviously didn't want him. Um, but yeah. they've started really well. Um, yeah, just look lost last time out to uh, to Reading, which and also uh, Nathan Thompson got sent off in that game, so I assume that means he's not playing against us at the weekend. Um, but yeah, they they seem to be playing uh, decent, not scoring loads of goals, but uh, grinding out results. So yeah. tough one, I think. And I think also adding to the mix the uh, the wing back scenario, which we seem to struggle against, could be a um, a difficult one. What's your predictions for the game? Uh, if they have pacey wing backs. Then mm. I would expect them to be. Um, I would be a bit concerned. Um, so I'm going to go for a Pompey esque score draw. <laughs> yeah, I th- I, I don't, I'm going draw as well. I'm going to go draw as yeah. well. It's either going to be a low scoring draw or a no scoring draw. No, 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 no. It won't be high scoring. I guarantee you that it'll be one one or nil nil. That's my prediction for the game. Yeah, I'll take yeah. I'll take that though. To be fair, I'll take mm. that. I think yeah. it's uh it's it's a decent away point. It'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I think yeah. at this stage of the season, it's a decent away point. I think. I think you'll say, especially their form. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're wrapping up, Dan. We're wrapping up. Anything else you want to? Yeah, it's just a couple of things just to wrap up. We haven't spoken yet about our match day rituals, which we've said a couple of times that we're going to. Pre-match ritual, rituals, whether they be home or away. <coughs> Excellent. Um, but we'll do that next week. We haven't got time this yeah. week to do that now. But uh, um, obviously you're uh, you're now a season ticket holder again, so maybe your rituals may have changed since we used to go to the games together. It may well be a different ritual 
good to know you know uh, we did say at the beginning of the show that we will have a new feature and that feature is me and Dan love a quiz if you're uh, if you're the regular to our show, the regular listener or watcher to our show, um, thanks very much for just tuning in again. We love your viewing figure. We do love a quiz. We're not going to do quizzes between ourselves anymore, but what we're going to do is we're going to invite you guys on for a quiz. It'll be a penalty shootout style quiz. Five questions about Portsmouth FC. If it's a draw at the end of that, there'll be a sudden death. There'll be no prizes. It's just for it's just for funsies. Just for funsies and for... Uh, for uh, bragging rights you can come on with mates if you want or you can come on and play against a random completely up to you but if you want to be involved in that uh message us on x at pompey pod or on facebook.com slash pompey pod this is going to be called this feature is if you're familiar with uh radio 2 quiz which is now on uh, great six radio uh this is called pomp master so if you would like to be a contestant on Pomp Master, <laughs> look, look at his face. Look at his little face. Um, if you want to be a contestant on Pomp Master, uh, there'll be two people every week, five questions each, penalty shootout style, and uh, get involved. Message us at Pompey Pod or facebook.com forward slash Pompey Pod. Like the show, subscribe, tell your mates, put a little alert if you listen to it on Spotify or any of the other. Uh, Deezer, if anyone does use Deezer or wherever else you're listening Deezer. to your MySpace. MySpace, yeah. Um, friendsreunited.com yeah. and all the other channels. Other channels are available. That's it, Dan. That's all we've got time for. I think Wicked. We've, we've, uh, we've done a good one. Right, we'll yeah. see you next week. We'll review Stevenage. We'll be looking ahead to the next one. And hopefully, we'll have two contestants playing Pomp Master. We'll see you then. Bye. Hey,